Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Should we advise the amount of insane calories that we just crushed in a unrealistic, unreasonable amount of time? Or are that we just going to skip over that? insanely good. So we are basically in froth brewing, but we should start with introductions and job titles, I guess, if they exist, and then just dive right into it because there's a lot that we have to talk about specifically for you guys. So you want to start, man? Sure. Uh, AJ Giordano. I'm the executive chef and co-owner of Munch Buffalo uh, LLC. We are the uh, food at Froth Brewing um, operating the kitchen, and we've been here for about two weeks operating under our own business, but I've been here for the last month and a half cooking in the kitchen as well. Um, to kind of get a feel for the crowd, kind of feel what people were eating, what kind of specials I could run. You know, it was a really um, awesome experience to get as a chef to be able to come into a restaurant, work for a little while, and, um, you know, be able to gauge what I was going to be expecting in the Mm -hmm. future, you know, basically on someone else's dime. Sure, absolutely. And Chris Cavallari, I'm the owner and CEO of Munch Buffalo LLC. Um, I'm the all the financial backing in regards to handling all of the um, payroll, um, staffing, financing for any future projects. As we've you know discussed, we do have additional plans outside of just this location. So really, um, I own a company, Top Funding, that is a financial funder for businesses all throughout uh, United States and Canada. So I really have like great ties to like big capital sources. And it's just like a match made in heaven. Uh, AJ does the cooking. I kind of handle everything else on the side in the back end, and it's uh, it's really been working out very well for us. So, it sounds like Derek. Derek does everything. I'm just here to <laughs> smile, and it's been working out really well for us. Right. Yeah. yeah. So how did you guys meet? Um, believe it or not, we had a mutual friend. Uh, I used to work at Bank of America as a mortgage loan analyst, and a coworker of mine asked if I wanted to go see the next Heat game in New York City. I was like, sure, let's go, and he invited Chris as well. And that was uh, 2013, I think, somewhere in there. And we went to New York City, had an awesome time, went to some awesome restaurants, and kind of remained in touch after that. But then most recently, I was a chef at the Lockport Town & Country Club, and uh, I was there for the last few years. And Chris's family has a large presence in Lockport. Everyone's dentists and basically orthodontists. Right. Everyone got their braces done by my uncle. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Everyone in my court. Yep. So uh, I saw Chris at Easter and we kind of reconnected and uh, we just remained in touch since then. And, you know, we had a couple opportunities to sort of slip away over the last year. And, um, you know, we, we had signed a lease and then the owners here called and asked if we'd be interested in leasing this kitchen as well, in addition to the other location. 
and we you know we looked at the financials and we could support both locations so we tried to find a team of uh, chefs and we did we were successful which you know right now is a very difficult time to hire chefs um, for anyone in any workforce it's a difficult time to hire but um, I found some guys that are really talented that are uh, looking to you know move into a, a business where they're appreciated you know that was one of the biggest things lacking in uh, my career as a chef um, you don't always feel appreciated and we wanted to change that and kind of build a better um, system for employing chefs where they either take on part of the business themselves or they're rewarded with bonuses and um, you know there's just not a lot of places hiring everyone's paying top dollar right now but there's not a lot of businesses offering a portion to get in and you know be loyal and stay a part of the business so sure. that's something that we're doing that might be unique um, to try to you know, uh, motivate staff. And so far it seems to be working. Where did you go for culinary? Um, I was, I didn't finish, but I went to ECC for three semesters. And then I was already the sous chef at Lombardo's when I was like 21 years old and I was making great money working, you know, quite a, quite a few hours. And I just decided that was the route I was going to take. And not everyone has a culinary degree. It's one of the few fields, you know, where you're, presence in the field kind of you know validates your credentials so you know i've worked at you know tempo and the remington and oliver's is the catering chef and some of buffalo's best restaurants for some of the best chefs in the city so i kind of decided that you know it was my turn to you know take a stab at it for myself and here we are so what was that conversation like where you're like hey we got the money do you want to do something was it always going to be a food catering service? What, like, what was that initial conversation like where it's like, yo, do you want to go into business together? Is this a good idea? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've always um, been in touch, like he you know, referenced previously, but we, we always wanted to find the right location and have like the right execution because everybody has grand, great ideas. It's all about the execution and making sure that you're delivering it correctly. So, like, like he said, we had some opportunities that unfortunately just didn't work out. But everything kind of happens for a reason, mm-hmm. and kind of Claudette's fell right into our lap. Um, they were a very successful business for 37 years, um, and then they decided they no longer wanted to pursue it any longer. So us going in there is going to give us uh, really infinite possibilities to be able to do catering in their premium meal service. But having this second location here, it just made a ton of sense as well because we were able to really build a following, not for just uh, catering, but also being a great complement to the excellent beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's really kind of our, our goal really across the board is just to have a very consistent quality product that always has people coming back for more because you don't know what's next. You know, we have very talented chefs. We have Peter Mborski, we have Christopher Silvati, uh, a couple other guys, and they're really, really good and unique. They all have different taste profiles, and that's what I think really keeps people coming back time and again because you're eating things that you don't really see anywhere else, especially in a gastropub. You know, you're used to getting wings or sure. a burger, and you're coming here and you're seeing things like inside out chicken parm and Cuban sandwiches, and it stacks right up against, you know, places down in Miami, Florida. So it's really something that uh, we're very proud of, and we continue to pursue it uh throughout buffalo buffalo is all about food so it was always going to be food it wasn't going to be like a nursing home or anything like that no No. we were always excited excited to do something unique and um you know i think going back to the original question we last year a place fell into our lap and we were able to you know with chris's persistence get in and talk to these people about renting a location and during that time we kind of put together a small-scale business plan and then once that fell through, we were pretty disheartened, and I just went back to working 100 hours a week at the country club. So it kind of just went by the wayside for about a year. And then um, over the summer, I kind of just decided, you know, it's t- I'm, I'm not working 100 hours a week anymore without any staff and trying to hire dishwashers and all that kind of nonsense. So I said, I'm just going to go into business for myself. I started doing some private chef stuff. It was very, very successful from October to December. Um, I made more in three months than I did the whole rest of the year. Wow. And once, you know, that happened, we, you know, we reconvened and the location fell in our lap. So we basically wrote a business plan and started this in a month and a half. From start to finish, we got everything in order. We went to open a business bank account, created an LLC, hired attorneys, drew up a lease, like everything in a month and a half. And it was, it was a lot of pressure, but 
you know, pressure molds diamonds. Right. So we, that's, that's quick for New York City. Uh, yeah, it was, it was insane. The health inspection, like everything. It was in a month and a half, we were just on the grind like crazy. And then we're literally a fire inspection and a health inspection away from opening Claudette's now. So, you know, that's going to be Munch on the Boulevard, um, our other location. So, you know, we'll be doing premium meal service there as well. And um, it's also going to be like a commissary kitchen for here. We can do a lot of the prep work there so we can kind of make this, you know, pretty much a walk in and everything set. You just have to assemble food and, you know, cook chicken, cook your burgers. But we can have all the stuff prepped to create consistency, which is, you know, one of the biggest things I've identified is there's no consistency in restaurants. You can go, you could have three different guys make your meal and it's just going to taste three different ways. So if we have someone making our kimchi that's the same every week and we have someone making our sauces that's the same every week and our barbecue sauce and following recipes, then, you know, we can ensure that consistency that people, you know, are going to get the same product every time they come. I feel like New York State goes, okay, fill out this form. And then Chris is standing there like, okay, it's filled out. <laughs> and here's the check. Like, yeah, didn't even much. leave. Like he's here's just the check. Standing in front of the window. <laughs> it's really just That's about such the, a riot. the fees, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So you you mentioned um, streamlining essentially this kitchen or this location's kitchen, sure, which is awesome because, like you were saying off camera right before we hit record, the volume of people that enter this place just to buy beer are now getting hit with an insane menu, which we'll touch on in a minute. Sure, but. Having something be streamlined from a food standpoint is going to be tremendous. And then from your viewpoint, that's going to be great because it's way less overhead, way less hours putting in because it's all taken less care of. Less labor. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah they already have such a great following here already. And us just complimenting it and bringing in new people where they've never even heard of froth. And when we bring them in and Jesse and Travis, the owners, see like, wow, these guys have never been in here and they've been here for five hours eating and drinking and telling all their friends and coming back. That's really the value that we're adding here, not only just the food, but bringing our following. And, you know, we plan to do additional things on Mondays and Tuesdays, private dinners and stuff that he touched on that um, that's going to really complement them very well because those are days they're currently not open. So in a month and a half, you develop an establishment essentially so from the menu standpoint it was almost a blank slate sure so what was that process in creating things that isn't necessarily reinventing the wheel but it's a super nice wheel sure um you know every bar has their pickles fries and pretzels and you know stuff like that we you know we do ours a little bit differently so that it's not something everyone else is doing and i'm not going to reveal any secrets you're going to have to come and check for yourself <laughs> no but that's fine this isn't just an ordinary pretzel that you're going to get at a regular you know at a regular brewery this is you know a little bit jazzed up and you know the the queso dipping sauce that it's served with you know we make our own queso it's it's really really good um we're just trying to put our own unique twist on things that are already done up. And then you got your chicken fingers, but, you know, we're serving them with Blue Ranch. Um, you know, we create, we make our own sauces, our own barbecue sauce, our own, you know, you had the jerk sauce on the jerk wings. Like, that was made using beers that are here, the sours. And they use real fruit puree in all the sours. It's all, none of it is artificial flavor. None of it's concentrate. It's all real fruit puree. So and you can see it in this the, glass. The sugars, <laughs> the sugars, the way that they reduce, the way that they thicken, the way that they create sauces, it's just, it's, it's unique to this brewery. I don't see any of that anywhere else in Western New York. And, you know, they're, their sours are just there's no competition as far as i'm concerned it's the best brewery in western new york so you said blue ranch what's yeah. that blue ranch so we are uniting the world one condiment at a time <laughs> <laughs> the discussion is over you can go whichever direction you'd like but we're going to combine the two um it's something that i've been thinking about for a while we're currently trying to copyright and patent it oh um but yeah ace this, is a, this, this is his ace in the oh hole. yeah this yeah, is ace in the hole we're gonna bottle it and sell it and everything you know there's a couple other things we got in the works maybe some secret mustard sauce that everybody Ooh. will go wild for but uh yeah we're going to be doing blue ranch um which is a combination of blue cheese and ranch dressing we're mixing them together man it's just you know let's let's move on here it's 2022 it's time to leave the <laughs> fight in the past and you know unite the world where do you guys fall on that scale so if you're if you're going out and you're ordering wings what are you putting on your wing 
I'm, I'm a big blue cheese guy. Blue yeah. cheese. Always. I always order blue cheese and get it with my wings, but every occasion I'll ask for some ranch on the side. And Do you get weird I'll, looks? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but you know what, though? I haven't made a living giving a crap what other people thought. So if you're outside of Buffalo. I, I give them a weird look right back. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you also look like Dave Patista's son. Thank you. So. I'll take that as a high compliment. <laughs> no doubt. So, yeah. And you have a very similar laugh. So Beautiful. in regards to the other things that you guys are offering your specials you mentioned change constantly every day yeah so how how do you stay how do you stay fresh mentally to do that this is everyone's gonna laugh when they hear this and think i'm the biggest hack but i watch a lot of diners drive-ins and dives yeah and the ideas i get i have notebooks full of ideas just from that it's like oh i could do that it's like oh i see this guy making brisket and then mashing it up and then putting it in a ravioli it's like i can do that i can make fresh pasta you know and i get these ideas and then it's all about execution. We go to the food lab and, you know, we, you know, and indulge in a couple of these wonderful sours mm-hmm. and then decide, hey, this is how we're going to do it. And, you know, we execute it. And it's just I, I read cookbooks. I, you know, the Food Network emblem is burned into the bottom left side of my TV. <laughs> um, you know, I just I live for cooking. It's my passion. Yeah. So it's I've been cooking since I was 15 years old. I started off at the Olympic over on Military and Sheridan doing oh, yeah. eggs and toast and all that stuff. And then. You know, I uh, I had a brief stint at Fanny's, one of Buffalo's uh, fine dining establishments. Oh, everyone, everybody had their family parties there. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's my passion, you know. And now doing it for myself, I really love it even more because you know I get to make anything I want, whenever I want. I can make foie gras torchon and grate it over, you know, some ribs and do whatever I want. You know, it's my kitchen. I can I can make anything I want and get as creative as I want, and there's no limit. You mentioned aspects of Miami being brought forward in the menu here do you do you guys travel and then have that conversation of just like well this is something that they do in Du Bois or wherever you are he's in Miami every week yeah I travel travel pretty often yeah (laughs) I'm working he's busy he's busy uh you know bringing in the loot and I'm working he's telling people (laughs) about the business all over the country so we can get in a national brand yeah and not only do I I travel for some pleasure but it's it's mostly for work as well for lender events and stuff like that I'm gonna be going out to San Diego at the end of the month for a Tuesday professional group I'm a part of so I, I really do like to travel and I'll send them pictures of stuff and like ideas and like specifically out there like the shrimp top tacos and stuff like that in California are really big and like these are all things like you know it's really he runs the kitchen he runs all of the food he has complete you know creative control yeah yeah, creative control and that's like really the the beauty in our relationship because it's like we don't step on each other's toes like if he is like we're gonna make this and we're gonna have you know five different you know sauces on it I'm like all right let's try it and it's always amazing like always and like there's just so many flavors in everything that he makes. So really, yeah, traveling, I think that does bring some ideas about it. But uh, he, I, I got to give all the creativity to him because end of the day, he puts out the product and he keeps it consistent across, you know, multiple different chefs. That's something we work on. We have like daily or not daily, weekly meetings with our chefs and we go over like, okay, we want to make sure that it's delivered the same way every time. So that whole experimenting process of trying to figure out what you want, is it just as simple as I'm going to try to create something off the top of my head, bring it out here, you guys both eat it and just like create it? Or is it just if it's in your head, it's already on the menu? So a lot of times it's utilizing what you already have in house. It's, it's a small kitchen. We don't have a lot of right. space here. So it's kind of trying to cross utilize ingredients that we already have in the building. So I mean, like this week I had chicken tacos, or I'm sorry, chicken thighs. And I'm doing a smoked chicken paratha taco with mango chutney and cucumbers. And uh, it's, you know, that's kind of, we got this paratha bread. I was at an Indian bazaar with my coworker and he saw this amazing bread. It's, a, it's like a croissant. And he's like, we should try this. And he brings it in and fries it up and we throw it on the flat top. And then we're like, we can use this as a taco shell. We can use this as this, that. No one else in Western New York is using paratha bread for taco shells. So he, you know, I have a team of chefs that are two of the most creative chefs I've ever met. And I'd be lying if I took all the credit for it because both of those guys are just as equally you know, talented and creative as I am. And they have quite a bit of experience from working in New Orleans, working in Boston, working with Anthony Bourdain, you know, Pittsburgh, like these guys have been around and they've seen some really cool stuff. So, you know, a lot of it's just, you know, just cross utilizing ingredients. We find something new, we make some sort of condiment that no one else has that makes our, you know, our tacos unique. You know, mm-hmm. it's everyone has a short rib taco. Nobody's making, you know, the kimchi that we make and nobody's got, 
you know, all the accoutrement and the furikake and all the cool, you know, side things that we sprinkle on top of it that makes it a lot more unique. You know, mm-hmm. it's got crunch, it's got spice, it's got heat, it's got sweet, it's, you know, the textures. You, like, I'm very big on texture contrast. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I flavor all my stuff using acid, whether it's vinegar, lemons, limes. Uh, you know, and then I also incorporate chilies into a lot of things because I like spice and this is my menu and you're drinking at a brewery, you know, the more spice, the more beer you're going to drink, you know, it just kind of goes with saying, and I'm a big, bold guy, like big, bold flavors. And that's just, that's my brand. And that's what I'm putting out there for everyone. Where did you find the other chefs that you say work under you? Uh, Chris was basically taught me everything I know. He Mm -hmm. was the executive chef at Lombardo's from the time he was 21 till 34, I think, you know, and he's, he was... I've never met anyone with that kind of palate. He just, he can, I, he, I can hand him a sauce and I'd be like, what's in it? And he'll name 18 of the 20 ingredients. I, I don't know anyone else that can do that. And wow. uh, Peter, I met when I was He's selling food. He's got to be a great food. party guest. Oh, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I mean. You've used two things. Yeah, exactly. It's like salt and pepper. That's it, you know. <laughs> but he brought in this crazy sauce. He found this sauce. It's called Zong sauce. And, you know, that's one of our secret ingredients that we sprinkle into a bunch of things. And people are like, what the heck is that? Like, there's nothing like that around here. You know, it's this sauce we found at the Asian market with all Asian lettering that no one can read. And we just grabbed it because it looked cool. It had a cool bottle. And all of a sudden we're like, man, this is like the best thing I've ever tasted. So now we're putting it on our noodles and putting it on our rice for our fried rice and adding it to the kimchi. And like, it just creates these flavor profiles that... You know, it it just works. It's it's kind of crazy. So, why do you guys think that you're like? It, clearly, other places aren't doing something this experimental or this kind of like. I'm gonna incorporate all of this kimchi into the smoke or the rib taco that you just said. Like, why aren't other businesses doing this? Is it a lack of creativity? Is it just that where your mind goes immediately, or what do you think that is? I think it's because I'm the chef and the owner. I think a lot of times the chefs that are the owners like. I don't need a huge staff to be able to work here and do cool stuff. And in a lot of the places you do, you know, you need, it's a larger kitchen, you're doing more covers, you need more people and you can't have the same people. We're only open five days a week. So the same people are here all five days, you know? So it's, that's the consistency. Um, I think it's just difficult to just maintain staff and you know, it's, it's hard to get creative when you have a rotating door for your staff, you know, sure. it's just kind of, there's only so much you can do when you're teaching your dishwasher who's, you know, 16, 17 years old how to cook, you know? Right. So, and I think to your point, Chris, was the scaling aspect of the business itself where the other aspects of having a kitchen come into play between cleaning and the, just some minute tasks, even including prep. Sure. So if you have, a, in this case, it works. If you have a smaller staff and it's, at, it's functioning at a higher level, Sure. Where it's the chef and then a sous chef could also be a chef just because of the level of the talent. Yeah. Yep. It helps the other small minute tasks just stay on top of like cleaning where yeah. everyone's on the same page of I already know the codes. I already know A, B and C. So I don't have to think about it. I'll just do it. And it's part of me working. So you don't have to train. You don't have to, you know, this person called off. That person always does this, this and this. It's a smaller kitchen. Everybody's at such a high level. You're just operating. It's yeah. So you have more time. Yeah. So you have more time for the creativity aspect of it, which in this case is insane because the food is bomb. Which yeah, you know, we can say out loud now. But (laughs) really, yeah. Now that you actually tried it, yeah, of course, absolutely. So let's talk about what we just tried. You had you brought two things out. You brought some wings and a chicken sandwich. The spicy mother clucker and the island boy jerk wings. (laughs) I'm assuming the spicy names. I love them. I love them. All right, so what is the spicy mother clucker? So it is a pickle brine. Did I say it right? Yeah, oh yeah, spicy mother clucker. Yeah, exactly, you nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is a pickle brined. We we brine it in dill pickle juice for two days. Um, And then we, it's buttermilk, uh, flour that we make, and then buttermilk and flour again. And then we throw it in the fryer. And, uh, you know, it's just, the pickle juice gives it a really delicious flavor. Um, It keeps it really juicy. Um, brining any kind of protein will keep it juicy like that. So, um, but you don't want to do it for more than two days because then it starts to dry out from the salt. Um, but it just creates a really delicious flavor. And then the crunch from the crust, um, the spicy slaw, the Nashville sauce we make is just, you know, it's, it's different. You know, it's not the same thing everyone else is using. So when people try it, it's, 
it's really a new experience for them. We just met. Sure. So I blacked out. And <laughs> we all witnessed. Um, I finished the sandwich, and I was super happy inside. Sure. My mm-hmm. soul was gratified. And then my first thought was, well, that's this is sad. There's no more. <laughs> Second, where's the nearest spoon? Because I need to finish the rest of the coleslaw. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing was left. Of course. So, which is great. Especially from your benefit of cost analysis was on point that meal. Yeah. So, <laughs> right on. Which, yeah. So, Satiated. is that normal that you guys see people just kind of no one's talking and everyone's just like, oh my God. That's the chef's favorite time. But okay. It's, it's kind of a party scene in here a little bit. You know, it's, it, I can't really say that, Ashley. There are a lot of families that come here, especially now that like there's been some of a brunch menu. We've been running some brunch specials. Drop your locks and grab your socks. It was a lox bagel sandwich that okay. I did last week. Yep. Um, we sold a bunch of them. Everybody loved it. It was uh, <laughs> it was it's a unique spin on things. And then um, I like the names to be a little on edge. You know, I'm I'm an edgy person and I'm a little offensive, but I intend on it. So people, it just it try I try to keep it you know, suiting me and who I am. Yeah, he'll dance the line pretty close. Yeah, I like to walk the line. But yeah, it really, you see people from all walks of life come in here, you Mm -hmm. know, from uh, blue collar workers to a little bit of a hipster scene scene families. I mean, you see a little bit of everything and that's what's really unique about it because you really can make like, you know, you don't have to go to a park country club or something like that. Like you can make great connections here with people that you wouldn't even believe that are here. You know, it's, it's a nice area. Um, it's not like there's a ton of places around here that are very unique to this. So if you're coming out here, you're typically coming here. And any way to help kind of like retain them here for a long time with, you know, not only the food, but beer, that's, that's really what our goal is. So what about those chicken wings? Just, just so we can round out the food conversation. So I, I brined them for a day and then I smoked them and then I rubbed them in jerk rub before I smoked them and then smoked them in with the jerk rub. And then we made a uh, barbecue sauce, like a jerk barbecue sauce with one of the mango passion fruit guava sours that they have. And I added some soy sauce, some Worcester sauce, reduced it. It made like a beautiful, like caramely barbecue sauce. And the wings are intended to be a little bit dry because they're jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just just notes of different flavors and sweet and spicy and salty and smoky. Um, obviously, they were super crispy. So, you know, those were that's just a special that we ran last week. You know, I, I smoked those on Saturday. We went through most of them, almost a whole case of chicken wings in a day. You know, for us, we sold 120 pounds of meat on Saturday. You know, That's and the small. Yeah, I was running out to Gordon insane. to get, get more stuff. I mean, it was yeah. it was a crazy day. I was like, "Go get more chips. Go get more fries. Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up!" It's like we didn't really know what to expect. We knew it was going to be busy, but it was better than we could have anticipated. You know. So we've talked about sorry, Mike, but we've talked about the uh, partnership with Froth a little bit. Sure. What is that whole relationship like? I'm just going to go grab a beer because that's going to be my sauce. Like, what is that conversation? Um, like? we They pay for all the food. We pay for all the beer. So, I mean, basically, I'll just let them know, like, hey, I took a couple of pictures of this. And they, they love it. You know, we're going to be, you know, let's couple this into doing beer dinners. You know, we're going to start doing beer pairings where we do five, six, seven course tasting menus for 100 people. We sell tickets. We have limited events. You know, they handle the alcohol. We handle the food. Um, it's a beautiful partnership because the best part about all this is when we met in the beginning, they said, you know, we change our menu every six weeks and I get ADD really bad. So after f- a couple of weeks of having something, I'm like, I'm sick of it. Let's get rid of it. Yeah, scrap so, and start fresh. Exactly. So <laughs> I love that because I can change my menu. Maybe not everything, but, you know, we'll probably keep eight or ten core items. You know, we're going to have a burger. We're going to keep the pretzels. We'll have nachos. But we can, you know, take four or five items and completely switch them around and, you know, do something different every six weeks. And that's really exciting for any chef because the worst part about being a chef is becoming stagnant. Mm-hmm. And when you lose your inspiration and your creativity, so they come out with all these different flavors of beer so that a couple days before they're releasing the beer, we get to try everything. And then I'm like, wow, this tastes great with this. Let's make a, par- a barbecue sauce for a pulled pork nacho or, you know, this beer tastes fantastic with this. Let's make a dipping sauce for our spring rolls. You know, those are the kind of things that we're doing, you know, incorporating their stuff into our food and it's just it's a really beautiful relationship they basically were like you guys can do anything you want you can scrap the menu if you want to and do anything we don't want you know let us brew and you guys do the food and it's 
it's awesome because they're my guinea pigs. I get to right. come out and I'm like, guys, you like these stinger nachos? Well stung. That was uh, the <laughs> well stinger stung. nachos we did for our 420 <laughs> celebration. And uh, it was, you yeah, know, there's sh- like five of them. They're like our beta oh. testers. We'll bring it out and they give us the thumbs up, thumbs down. And we haven't gotten the thumbs down yet. No. Um, and just to touch on what he was saying, it's not like we're like just plugging like, hey, let's try their purple OG barbecue and try and put it in. Like Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're actually putting it in there because it like adds such it's a delicious value. And it is so good. And when you realize you're like, this is like a beer mix with the wings or sandwich, it's like, wow. Like, these guys really are onto something big time. That's so cool. Yeah, it is. And it's nice. Uh, those are great work perks. It is, yeah. With, I mean, if a chef is always nearby, it's always nice. <laughs> Speaking on location, you, you hit a, a really good point about blue-collar workers plus hipsters, plus everyday families, like it's it's across the board. Um, we have a lot of listeners that aren't necessarily in Buffalo as well. Um, a lot of them did leave Buffalo, so they could be from all over the place. Do we want to talk about exactly where we are? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're in North Buffalo on the corner of Henman and Military, uh, right by the NFTA you know, station and uh, across from Sophia's. If you're from Buffalo, I'm sure you've heard of Sophia's, mm-hmm. one of the best breakfasts in Western New York. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, we're hoping to get the parking lot done in the next month or two and this place is going to be banging we got a pig roast coming up on the fourth of july if anybody wants to come to that we'll be happy to have you we got a whole hog from mike parcott um he's a local farmer out in uh pembroke and the guy's unbelievable he raises some of the best hogs i've ever seen um but yeah we're going to be doing some some really cool stuff in the near future it's right in the heart of black rock you know it's really kind of a destination here and uh, they've been here since 2018, and they've really established themselves as a really top brewer in the area all throughout Western New York. So, you know, we're really just, like, glad to be a part of the ride because we, we see yeah. such great things planned for, like, the spring coming up. And working with Jesse, he, we, him and AJ and I, we, like, we have such great ideas that we, like, kind of hash out, like, every single week. And, like... They're all about like let, let's just do it you know like, let's not think about it like let's like execute and make it happen like for the event we had on saturday like we just kind of like put some things together and it was just unbelievable in here how packed it was so the partnership with him is just great because he's like we'll talk about something he's like let's do it you know like we're gonna do like hey we're gonna have a podcast there this wednesday he's like all right come on let's do it that's what works for us that's awesome so what is a staple on your menu that if somebody comes in this is the first thing that you should try to experience who we are like, i don't know if you want to jump right into the spicy I, I would say um i mean for me personally i love the last dragon tacos the last dragon tacos, they are right. just so they're like I, I hate onions and aj knows that and he's constantly <laughs> putting onions and kimchi and all this stuff in it and like he's really changed my palate on it i mean those tacos there's like every bite you're like there's just so much flavor and like there's like five different things and I can't personally put my finger on it. Sure. And it's just unbelievable. That that's my top choice. What is it? Uh, it's braised short ribs. I braise them in the oil works. It's one of their beer, the Last Dragon Tacos. Um, braised short ribs. It's the kimchi. I do a furikake, which is like a toasted sesame seeds and all kinds of goodies. And then um, cilantro tiger sauce, which is a secret 
you know, aioli that we make. Um, and then there is pickled red onion, cilantro, and chopped peanuts. So it's a little crunchy. It's sweet. It's salty. It's spicy. It's crunchy. It's got the taco shell that's crisped up. It's just warm, cold. It literally hits every single sensation in your mouth. It's an umami bomb. That's what I like to call it. Mommy it bomb. activates the sixth sense. You're you just know? a creative with the words. Oh, too. yeah. Wordplay is my thing. <laughs> Wordplay. He's, yeah. he's very loud and has... Um, <laughs> large and in charge. Yeah, large and in charge, yes. He's very loud and maybe the most infectious laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> like, ever. But yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, the uniqueness with uh, the names and stuff like that, I mean... It's it's really something kind of like our staple. Like we want you to like look and be like, wait, I got to read the description because almost be insulted when this? you read yeah. it on your like slightly offended, not too offended. About, yeah. you know? It's it's funny because I'm reading it and the one is for the vegetarians. <laughs> yeah, for the vegetarians. And, and it's just like it's you like, yelling in the back. They announced they're vegetarians. Yeah. So I'm announcing we have something for you vegetarians. <laughs> we got the veggie nuggets with the Slovakian. And actually, to, yeah. I just grabbed a few more things for the vegetarians. I got some black bean burgers for them. Some uh, some vegan chicken nuggets. We got everything. You know. So is the, the burger we got it all <laughs> is the last drag dragon tacos is that your best seller or is that just what you personally like i mean we, we sell, sell lot, so yeah. much nachos the nacho we sold our first weekend that i ran nachos i sold 16 bags of tortilla chips Jesus Christ. and i get like four <laughs> orders per bag so i mean it was math yeah that's 64 orders of nachos in a, in a night and a half you know it was in less than how 24 can, hours i sold 30 how pounds you're i got this <laughs> drop the toothpicks i dare you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd say our top seller probably yeah the nachos pretzel um spicy mother clock is up there for sure oh, yeah it's it's kind of spread out across the board though because a lot of people, chicken fingers like we we have a thing on the uh, on the menu that's called just trust us and it's literally just twenty five bucks and AJ or whatever Chris I'm or Pete that day. they can make whatever they want literally really? whatever they want yeah and I'm any any time it comes out I'm always just like wow because me I'm always like put it on the menu and he's like hold on hold on like we got to kind of you know bring them in slowly but what did you do last time it was like uh, we had a general sows uh, we did a tempura batter with prime fillet. And we fried that. Uh, the other chef, Chris, made homemade buckwheat noodles. We made like a General Sal's lo mein almost. It was unbelievable. Like a General Sal's stir fry with some broccoli and peppers and prime tenderloin with a General Sal sauce that he made using one of the beers. And it was just unbelievable. It was Everybody was blown away. And then I did uh, last weekend, I did like uh, surf and turf fried rice with uh, prime, or I'm sorry, uh, short rib and uh salmon and it was it was outstanding from your end though does this stress you out that you're charging a flat rate of 25 and you have no idea what's going in there or no no oh, okay no Crush not it. at all he yeah. knows the deal yeah like i said aj knows what he's doing back there it's gotta you know? be tough though right like you have to figure out what you actually want to make to fit that budget we i kind of have a idea i mean we i know what everything costs on the menu because i order everything and i look at all the you know i i do food cost here you know <clears> and i pretty accurate with it and i've been cooking a long time and i beat my salesman up if they were here they'd tell you how much they hate me because <laughs> all the all the hey man they got a three dollars cheaper over here i think i'm gonna go there and they're like let me just see what i can do but anyway so um yeah i just i kind of know what the price range is and you know we we're not so much worried about the cost it's about giving someone an experience that they're never gonna forget yeah. or that they'll be like Man, I went to the froth and I had to just trust us from the munch guys. And man, that thing, it was the best thing I ever tasted. I can't even believe it. It was just, I was just like, I put my faith in you guys. And they delivered. So hopefully the next time their friends come in, they're like, oh, my friend had to just trust us. He said that you guys are crazy good. So, you know, pretty much at any given time, anyone working can come up with something pretty crazy based on the ingredients we have back there. Or we can prep something special. If, you know, I see something special at the market or, you know, I'm, you know inspiration hits on the ride into work i can stop at wegmans or and just grab a few items because i only sell a couple of them a night you know and it's you know it's it's exciting for me because i get to blow somebody away right and they also have to take the risk and you know oh, what if i don't like onions like this guy you know and yeah well, there's onions you, in it do so. you give them anything like do you have allergies like what yes i did yeah. say on the menu it says if you do have allergies please specify someone did have a, a shellfish allergy last week but you know there was we weren't using any shellfish so they were safe. Yeah, we're not going to send anyone to the hospital. <laughs> right. Trying not to. But when, when you see someone like order something like that, and they've you know maybe been here before, but like never had the food, because you know we see a lot of similar faces, mm -hmm. and like I'll go greet them and they'll be like, hey, yeah, you know, food will be on in a couple minutes, and like they're just like, so like, what is it? You know what I mean? I'm like, you got to see what 
it is, you know? And, like, the fact that they would just order it and then, like, Blindly. they see how good it is and they're like, wow, I made the best decision by picking the most expensive thing on the menu. <laughs> but it was probably the best thing on the menu, too. So. For sure. That's where the passion lies, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's nice that every six weeks some things change because the seasons are always changing, too. Always. So the right. food, and which brings up the distribution point, where how much are you sourcing that's local? And then what are you running into that's an issue regarding certain ingredients where you're just like, man, I would love to get this. It's just I know it's going to change from point A to point B in transport. Sure. Um, once the farmer's market's open, I'll be there every week. So... Um, tomatoes around here are awesome. The corn around here, they're going to think I'm Mayan and that there's smokestacks <laughs> coming up from the back of the building because I'll be outside with all the corn, you know, and uh, it's going to be crazy. But I, I love the farmer's market. I'm a huge advocate of, you know, sourcing stuff locally. Like I said, we're getting a hog from one of the local farmers in the area. Um, it's not always convenient. It's always it's a lot more expensive. So when you're trying to hit a certain price point, um, it's not always i mean if i wanted to i'd go over to moriarty's and buy all of his local you know goat and lamb and steak and all that stuff but you're paying double or triple and i would have to raise the prices so high that no one's going to come here to eat Mm -hmm. so you know it's just trying to do what's affordable also you know try to keep things sustainable try to support local as much as possible um you know i try to support our local markets i go to north tonawanda i'm going to start going there for our cheese curds i just you know, time's been pretty limited lately, so the mm-hmm. amount of running around we can do, you know, we use a couple different purveyors. Um, I'm sure that now that we're open and people at the world will start getting out, I'm sure a bunch of farmers are going to come see me. I have my friend foraging ramps for us in the next couple of days. He'll be down in the southern tier pulling 20, 30 pounds of ramps out of the ground. So I love ramps. They're one of my favorite vegetables. Everything here is going to have ramps in it. Ramp butter, pickled Never ramp, even had ram, ramp kimchi. Like, They're like it's, surprisingly good. It's yeah. like a wild garlic scape. It's, it's okay. delicious. So I'll be put. It's kind of oniony. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's going to be in everything because I love ramps. You know, I'm very seasonal. I I change with the seasons right now we're doing braising and like that kind of thing pretty soon everything will be smoked and charred and grilled and like you know that's the kind of you know way I am I love the fall I love the summer I love the summer harvest um again like I said corn it's my thing so, so you guys are also thinking about getting into something else, right? Like doing some sort of prepared foods too? Yes. We have the other location on Niagara Falls Boulevard, uh, formerly Claudette's Catering for the last 30-something years. Um, we're going to be doing a unique experience there. It's going to be a premium meal service where we offer cooked entrees, um, where you literally go home, heat it up. You can call ahead and order for your family. We'll be doing taco kits, which will be like a certain meat by the pound. It may change weekly um, with a slaw, a sauce, you know, some sort of sour cream, taco shells, um, you know, for feeds a family two to four, you know, something along those lines. Mm. It's just a, it's an area I saw a need for in Western New York. Everybody has meal prep, but I associate that with being healthy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that the meals will be unhealthy, but it'll be a little more for your average family that isn't looking to, you know, count calories or maybe with some picky kids that just want mac and cheese. You know, try to provide those things for the average household. Um, people are busy. People don't want to clean. People don't want to cook. People don't want to prep food. So convenience is huge right now. And, you know, with a lot of families having two people working and two, three kids playing sports, it's, let's stop and get some really good quality food. And it's not at a supermarket. It's not, you know, something that's just mass produced and people don't really care. They just buy it for the convenience. It'll be something that's unique and something really tasty. And, you know, we're hoping to do some smoked meats and some bacon and some really nice salads, you know, and things along those lines that uh, your everyday person can eat for dinner. And it's, you know, we're going to have subscription base. We're going to have a lot Mm -hmm. of different packages that we're going to offer to people because really we want it to be. Hey, you work, you know, long hours, you know, you work at a car dealership or somewhere, a roofing company that you just don't have time to, you know, cook at the end of the day. And like, we want to fulfill that need where you can pick it up fresh, you can get meals for the whole week. And it's like he said, it's not, you know, going to be something that's cookie cutter. Uh, Just like we do the menu here, it's going to change up a lot. We're going to have something very unique where people are, they've already been knocking on our door, like asking us when we're starting it. And like, it's coming, it's coming probably mid-May, early June. But once it starts, I mean, it's going to be gangbusters. And, you know, between AJ and I, we just have a huge network of friends. And we just are, like, so 
like grateful about like the following and like all of the love like it, it's it's really been like remarkable in such a short amount of time and everybody's just like what's next you know like when are you coming out with you know bigger catering packages we're already booking out weddings into 2023 so it's Jeez. like we have like some really really big plans and we're just scratching the surface with it like truly really scratching so when you created the business and you filed for llc and you did all that stuff was all that in mind like how did you how did you forecast all that so i mean truthfully we we planned on being on claudette's first sure we like, were that, that was, was the, the original move yeah and, and we were going to do big time catering um you know 25 and events and stuff right yep and but now it's like let's do drop-off catering where we don't have to staff an event we just drop the food off and there's just there's it's just more sustainable i think i think when you try to spread yourself too thin and you take on all these events and you need a larger staff and you need more people you're just setting yourself up for you know in this environment again you're it's very difficult to find people that are reliable that are on time so we only need a couple delivery drivers and cooks that can drive cars that can deliver the food if we need them to and that's really going to be our our niche you know doing drop-off catering we'll set it up real quick and then we're out of there yeah really really strong core like we have a very strong core of people that we we can really trust and like even here like he was you know discussing earlier like we we run a pretty lean staff because you know we're set up through toast everything's through the app online ordering you can order up front but at the same time like we have like very good people that have like a lot of experience and if there's 15 orders on the board like aj is going to crush it out or pete or chris like there's no like worry about no that. one's worried and like i mean you're seeing you know 10 minutes or less for food sometimes our five. ticket times are crazy yeah, like, ticket times are unreal how uh preparation if you're prepped and you're ready and you're staying ahead of things, I mean, experience, honestly, I mean, it's just, I worked in places doing three or 400 breakfasts in two hours, you know, and making 75 omelets in 10 minutes. And it's just you, and at my last job, I mean, I had a sous chef, I had a cook, but it was a five person job that two people were doing. And the three core guys I have here can all do the work of three people. So it's really like I have nine guys but it's only three guys. So we just try to like, you know, make sure everybody's not working too much, make sure everybody's happy. And the cool thing is, is now that we're all part of the team, it can be like, well, where would you go this mm-hmm. week? You know, do you want to work at Claudette's and do meal prep? Or do you want to come here and have a blast at this party that we call work? Because I feel like I'm coming to a clubhouse. It doesn't even feel like work. Yeah, it's, I walk it's so in, fun. Hey guys, day. try this beer, try this beer, try that beer. Hey guys, want some snacks? I mean, it's walking into a clubhouse. Everybody's really vibing with each other and there's just a really good energy. And I've never worked in a place where everyone is super passionate. It's it's awesome. It, it fosters a really good environment when everyone there wants to succeed True. and is willing to do all the work it takes to succeed. And you'll find the owners on the floor scrubbing the floor with, on their hands if they need to or in the back brewing beer. You know what I mean? Not in the same time after they wash their hands. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, they're willing to do anything necessary, and that's what we're all willing to do. I mean, you'll see me. He, Chris is here with his sleeves rolled up, not even taking a salary washing dishes and taking out the garbage and running back and forth to the store just because he knows what it takes, and all of us are willing to do what it takes. And that's, you know, everyone here will mop the floor. Everyone here will do dishes. Everyone here. There's no animosity. There's no drama. There's no, you know, it's just a really good experience and a really good environment. That's a big tribute, to, I think, to Jesse as well because he truly wants us to be very successful. Like he's already very successful, and you know they've already done like you know five x what they've mm-hmm. done in the previous years. They're really expanding and exploding, but like he truly wants us to be like very successful here. I mean. We've been feeding him for two months now, and yeah. he takes some food pretty much every now, day. Yeah, now he's yeah. ordering parties. He wants us to do all his parties for <laughs> yeah. him. So it's, yeah. just, it's so, awesome to have that, and it's just a really great environment. The The topic of expanding and going to other states, was that just like an aspiration, or is that already on your mind? Oh, yeah. Well, Fort yeah, Lauderdale's on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gotta have a, we have to have a home in the you winter, man. started like two months ago. No, yeah. Big plans, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we essentially want to be, you know, the John Taffer of the food industry. You know, we're no, we're going to kind of stay in our lane and like something we tell, like I tell all my employees and my other business in here, it's like, be an expert at one thing rather than being very good or average at a few things. If you're an expert at one thing, that really is going to be your flagship to ride the whole time. So we really have plans to, you know, go to California, Texas, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and like find places that 
have a great spot, but just aren't delivering, aren't executing it right, and turning it around and you know figure it out from there. Maybe we'll get an equity stake. Maybe we'll do it out of the goodness of our heart. We'll see. You know, mm-hmm. AJ and I plan on. You know, of course, he's not traveling quite yet like I am, but he will be. He absolutely will be. And uh, yeah, we definitely see Fort Lauderdale as one of our premier locations coming up. Is that just because you've noticed that they don't have anything like this? Like we you just love Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. It's it's like the, I love it down there. It is. It's so close. Miami's an hour. Right. Delray, uh, Deer Ridge. Um, West Palm, everything's really close. And, like, they have cool spots, right? But they have, like, what we're looking for. Like, they're looking for premium product. Mm -hmm. They're not looking for, like, cookie cutter or, like, to get a deal. People are willing to pay whatever for the you know the best top quality meal and everybody wants like the new in thing and like really that's like our goal we want to be you know similar to like a macy's pizza with the social media presence like we're young we're hip we're putting out things that you wouldn't even think of and when you see them you're like i have to try that because i know it's going to sell out damn yeah that's the kind of vibe we're looking for and also you know i've i've been south quite often and there's just the work ethic from people in the north that go south, if you have a work ethic, you can be rewarded very quickly mm-hmm. for it. Because, again, trying to find people in the south that'll work 10, 15 hour days and do this and do that, like it's just not as common as it is here. In New York, you live to work, you know? Yeah. And Miami, you see that in- you're outside having fun at the beach, you know? Right. And you're trying to rollerblade <laughs> right. and take a walk on the, you know, it's that's kind of the vibe down there. And if you have a work ethic, the sky's the limit you know if you go down there and you're not afraid to work 10 15 hour days and seven days a week for a few years and really you know bust your butt you know you can build whatever you want you know it's it's just there for the taking and we also got some love for you know the buffalo of the south um charlotte that's you know so many people from buffalo move down there and it, it is beautiful it's a beautiful place i it's so like up and rising and like every time you go even like in florida you know you just see they're constantly doing construction and Mm -hmm. like we really have like big plans to you know ride this long term it's not just like oh we're going to be in for a few years and then ride it out um i previously was involved with the company buff eats back in 2012 we were an online ordering service exactly like doordash Mm -hmm. and grubhub and all those guys we got in at the ground floor we you know we're all over the ub north south buff state campus we did it for about three, four years. We ended up getting bought out by Grubhub, and I've always wanted to get back into the food industry. And sure. after eating AJ's food, it's like that's really kind of was like, okay, I I can piece together a financial package where we can make sense of it. But it's really about as I you know addressed earlier, you got to execute right. You got to find the right place, and like it's all, life's you know there's always opportunity around mm-hmm. the the corner. But it's all about you know finding the right opportunity and doing it correctly. Yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome. So. I mean, we just talked about what's next, but is there anything that we didn't talk about that you guys are just going to throw at us? Like you're going to go in a different country now or something like that? Not or? yet. No, no. That could okay. be, you know, yeah, much <laughs> South America. North, Carolina. Yeah. North, North, North America quite yet. But yeah. is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you guys want to hit on? No, I think that, uh, you know, this is, we've got a lot of support from a lot of really good people, a lot of positive vibes. And that's just, we're hoping to ride the wave into the future. You know, we've got, our social media presence has increased like tenfold in the past couple of weeks. Uh, Jasmine has done a great job at, you know, that's our social mm-hmm. media coordinator. She's doing an awesome job with that. Um, you know, we're just, we have a small staff uh, and they're just, everybody's working really hard to like be successful. And that's kind of what we're trying to maintain. You know, it's, it's early on. It's exciting. It's everybody's really, the juices are flowing, you know, the creative juices. You're, we're thinking of new ideas every day of cool specials and things that we can do. And, you know, you're just going to have to come in and see what we're cooking up. Right. Yeah, I mean, teamwork makes the dream work. You know, like you said, we have a, like a, a smaller staff, but like we do that intentionally mm-hmm. because we really want to like grow as we grow. We don't want to, you know, jump into something that's, oh, it's a potential opportunity, but then we're going to fall flat on our face. Mm-hmm. Right. So like when we were looking at Claudette's and then this opportunity came about, we really had to make sure like, okay, like, can this work? Like, can we make like both locations work? And we put together the business plan and we're like, yeah, not only can it work, but we can make them like work like a well-oiled machine. So I really have to give a lot of credit to AJ. You know, I handle a lot behind the scenes, but I mean, he's, he's the face. And I told him that it's like, even on this podcast, I'm like, this is for you. Like, you know what I mean? This is our business, but like he worked for 20 years to have the opportunity 
to be able to open up his own shop and be able to, you know, have the creativity to do his own menu. And that's what it is. You know, if he has something and I try it and I'm like, I don't think this is it, but it might be it, you know, but if it sells, it sells. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, it's really like, it's, it's a beautiful relationship because, you know, there are like tough conversations as well. You know what I mean? Like it's not all uh, rainbows all the time. You know, there, sure. there are some things that, you know, we had to iron out early on and make sure that it was like, you know, tight knit and we really want everything tight. We want it to like run really smoothly. And, uh, being that we're friends on the side, but we don't let that get in the way. You know, we don't let that steer our judgment just because, oh, hey, I have a friend of mine that could work for us. Okay, but like, how could he be an asset yeah. to us, right? What does he contribute? Right. Sure. I love that. Yeah. So, speaking of social media, what are your handles? So, our handle is uh, Munch Buffalo across the board on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter as well. And then your hours? Our hours are Wednesday, Thursday, four till nine. I'm sorry, Friday, Saturday, 12 till 10, and Sunday, 12 till 5. And we we have planned Sunday opening up for brunch. Uh, That's probably coming here in the somewhat near future. Um, Also with spring coming up, Wednesday, Thursday, considering lunch as well. Yeah. Yeah. Once the weather gets a little nicer and we can get the patio going, then we'll probably open up. Yeah, they got the the patio doors and they roll them up and they're going to do some stuff in the parking lot. So, like, we plan on doing a lot of, like, huge events here in the summer. Nice. That's sweet. Anything planned besides that 4th of July barbecue? Uh, Just the semi-monthly beer dinners we're going to be doing. Um, As of right now, I think tentatively we're doing June 14th is going to be our first. Um, We'll have tickets probably go on sale mid-May for that. Give about three weeks, Mm -hmm. four weeks to sell out. So that's going to be our first, but we'll be doing them every other month after that. So even possibly every month. It could, you know, depending on how successful and what the, you know, what the crowd wants. Um, But, yeah, that's definitely going to be exciting it's going to be a unique experience i don't know of any breweries around here doing it currently um that could be because i haven't really looked Mm -hmm. but i could be wrong um but we'll see so stay tuned and that's going to be exciting and you're going to have some experiences that you weren't expecting when i you know bust out the ceviche with one of their tequila beers or something like crazy like that you know it could be anything yeah we'll we'll get requests you know that are kind of wild for like people that want to do parties from you know 10 up to you know several hundred and like we we like to kind of like deliver a product where it's like okay we have a lot of options Mm -hmm. like what what are you looking for and then from there aj will put together an unbelievable stellar menu for it so we really just plan on just keep growing um keep getting the word out and the proof's in the pudding. Say that every day. It's like, come try the food, you know? So we probably should have started with this, but what would you even classify yourself as from a restaurant standpoint? Like, you're not American rest. Like kind of, yeah. like yeah. more tavern, but like a little bit of tapas, American tapas, not really so much Spanish tapas. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just trying to kind of be like a microbrewery, I guess. It's kind of our niche, but like, I don't know. It's just comfort. I'm sorry. A little far away there. Oh, you're good. Uh, you're fine. It's, it's comfort food. You know, we're really going for comfort food and smaller portions, too. So it's not so heavy and like overwhelming. I'm sure when you ate that sandwich, you were like, eh, I probably could have taken a couple more bites. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you're like, all right, I'm comfortable. I don't need to eat anymore. You know, it's trying to hit that portion. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted more because I was just a barbarian. Yeah. And the food was really good. Sure. Not, not because the portion was too small. It's hard yeah. to put it down, right? Once it's in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. so, but yeah, the appropriate portions and, you know, one of the, some of the feedback we got is that the portions were too large here. So we cut back the size of the well people were leaving with a lot of to-go containers and that's never a good thing you don't want people leaving with a whole meal left to go so we we keep an eye on like what comes back sure absolutely (laughs) we're spending too much money on to-go containers (laughs) (laughs) we see if we see like you know like some barbecue fingers that you know they only ate a little bit of it we kind of wonder like okay like what could we have serve three yeah yeah yeah, what could we have done different or maybe uh they ate too much nachos you know so we're, we're always trying to you know adapt and improve and like that's kind of the name of the game in business you know you you have to adapt to change and be able to, you know, roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. And between AJ and the, you know, the rest of our chef's creativity and me handling stuff on the back end, and we're always looking for new opportunity. Sure. Um, so that's something, you know, we're going to be at Claudette's, and who knows where we'll be next. I love that. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time. This was awesome. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, just uh, come munch buffalo. Love that. I want to give a uh, shout-out to my son, Leo. 
There you go. Shout out to my daughter, Gabriella. Oh, there you go. My girlfriend, Skylar. That's the first shout out, though. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, one of the first. All right. Thank you, everybody. And please go check them out because their food is spectacular. And we're going to continue eating. So thank you very much. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.